The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink and welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. You grew up, well, you were born in Pittsburgh. You grew up outside of Pittsburgh. I, you know, share a little bit about that. I mean, you, you've had other experiences, sports, community, with life. I mean, what do you do? How are, how are you in Harrisburg? <laughs> we, we haven't even touched yeah, on, like, family D- stuff. Dig into you Dig into me. Yeah, how did you unfold? I don't bit. know if you want to hear about that. How do, we go from, how do we go from Pittsburgh to right here? Well, not only that, but, I mean, how did you, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately get connected to the Tices? That actually has a Pittsburgh connection as well. Really? It, it does. Okay. It All right. kind of does, mean, actually. It kind of has a, may, might I say, douchey connection, but you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, uh, I love it. So, yeah. Uh, I, hopefully, I, he doesn't listen. I guarantee you he does not. That's true. Um, so, <laughs> again, you're, my, you're right. my dad's side of the family uh, from Pittsburgh, um, and so we lived in New Jersey for say two three years something like that man i'm um, sorry yeah I, I, it was i was <laughs> it was i was young uh i, I remember that's probably the one of the there in long island i remember a little bit um so northern new jersey like outside yeah, of new york city okay. yeah okay. um it, it was it was called long valley okay um so it was on the it wasn't the, it was the new york side of jersey not the philly side of jersey i gotta say because um, if it was south jersey you might be an eagles fan no definitely not no um, <laughs> okay cool so that, that steelers blood runs yeah there. i know it I did got you. i um, couldn't resist so it. we moved out of uh so he gets transferred again he just kept getting transferred and promoted things like that and it was a national company so they moved him around there and their headquarters was actually in illinois so um i was probably about halfway through first grade and we, he got transferred out to outside of chicago so we lived there for three or four years, um, which that's where I started to, you know, that was like first grade. You start to get into sports and things yeah. like that. And, and that's where I started, you know, becoming a sports fan. And, he, you know, he would talk about that stuff. I think he was definitely fighting the the, the Chicago teams versus the Pittsburgh teams because well, there was a time where I was a huge Cubs fan. I was a Bears fan. I like the Bulls, the, you know, those kinds of things. But well, I still like, right? right. And I actually saw MJ play. Oh, uh, I, I went to a game. We went to a basketball game. Jealous. It was a uh, Jordan and the Bulls versus Bird and the Celtics. Oh God! Um, I mean, you know how lucky old, you were to in see that old I, Chicago stadium. Yeah. I actually saw a Blackhawks game there too. That's oh, wow. awesome. Um, so I got to see a lot of cool stuff. Um, and I, I would say, like the uh, the first baseball game I ever went to in live and in person was in Wrigley Field. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of spoiled in that sense. Uh, I've seen very a, much so. I've seen a bunch of games in Wrigley Field. I actually saw the Phillies play the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Again, oh, wow. jealous. Um, but I, I always had that 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 Pittsburgh connection because he he definitely like talked up Pittsburgh and 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 wanted me to like the Pittsburgh teams, and I did. And and I can remember of all things, he had this old radio that we went out into the driveway. And at like eight nine o'clock at night, and he tuned in KDKA oh, uh, outside out of Pittsburgh. It's the radio station. It's actually yeah. the very first ever radio station, and it's the only one. Uh, let me get this right: east of the Mississippi to have a K. Yes, because yes. everybody else is W, w. whatever. Yeah. So KDKA oh. not only is the first; it's the only one that still has its K denomination. Right. Because everyone else west of the Mississippi is K something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. 
and we would he'd tune in you know pirate games and things yeah. like that so i i had a i had a fight at the time of the like in the pirates like in the cubs and we would go visit my grandparents and in pittsburgh and my aunts and my uncles and stuff and we always would go to a pirate game um and we'd go to I don't, i'll always remember this, we would go to station square oh. and we would go to Hands for dinner and then we would go over to three rivers to see pirate games wait so hula okay time out so there's a hula hands in Hershey, right? Nothing, not similar at all. No, not? it's the same restaurant. Oh, it I believe. is. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. and the hula hands in Station Square does not exist anymore. I don't no, think. No, it doesn't. That's when hula. That's when Station Square used to have that big inside mall. It, it still this kind, kind of, of does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So all right, I I guess we should probably tackle that. Like, okay, Steelers as a dynasty is a known. Penguins is really has become a formidable formidable force in. Hockey, pirates. It, it's you know what the there's another dude, crack. Drink whiskey. I, I will say no room. As a <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh, it, you, most Pittsburgh people I think would tell you you know, and I think this this bears out in what happened in like 2011, 2012, 13. Pittsburgh wants to love the Pirates. Pittsburgh yeah. wants to be a baseball town we do and it is it is a baseball town and and arguably the pirates and historically are about up there with the steelers it's just since 93 it's been terrible um and it's one of those things where obviously ownership is toxic yeah um all that guy wants to do is pocket money um but they have arguably one of the nicest stadiums in oh my league. gosh Heinz Field and PNC Park it's, are beautiful and I like that you call it Heinz Field because it's always will always be Heinz Field not Acushire Stadium it, sorry, it will always what, be Heinz what? Field I, I couldn't even like I, I understand what just happened this yes. past year but I couldn't have told you like even for me it's Heinz Field what, what I always love yeah. about it is I'm, I'm a I do not care for the corporate namings of stadiums so, I love that I love a Wrigley Field a Fenway Park Yankee Stadium like the names matter i think i i and learned something this summer okay and it's how to pronounce acrisure you, you got to break it down where it's you know you got acrisure it's pronounced heinz field right and that's the thing with the with corporate coming with <laughs> corporate naming you can't get a better corporate name for a stadium in a city than heinz field i pittsburgh is heinz heinz exactly. is pittsburgh heinz is also the only ketchup on the planet that's made there's no other ketchup than Heinz ketchup. But, okay. What Absol- about when you go to no, a restaurant? No, shut up. And Ken? Ken? I will come and, over there and mute and it, your microphone. No. Fancy don't do ketchup. It. Nope. <laughs> no. Okay. No. No. Heinz it's is fancy the only ketchup. I'm, red mashed I'm, stuff. I'm being funny now. I understand. I know. That, there that is, is no other is ketchup the, but Heinz. Yeah. Do you know why Heinz ketchup is, uh, what, 57? No. 57 uh, varieties. That well, he made it up. Oh yeah, he he made it. He thought it sounded good. Heinz, yeah. so Heinz it, made, thought it sounded good. So, speaking from someone like okay, I'm gonna interject here because you guys have been going back and forth. But <laughs> speaking from someone that has no connection to Pittsburgh whatsoever, is there a Heinz connection to Pittsburgh or no? Heinz, just, Heinz ketchup. Heinz? Heinz ketchup. Yeah, it's well, made it, in that's Pittsburgh. made in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. There yeah. is no other ketchup like, but I, Heinz. Because so, okay, you know where the stadiums pump, are. Pump the brakes. I didn't know that. <laughs> I wasn't attacking the brand. I just, I truly did not well, know. It may not be made there now, but uh, it, it, well, was. Heinz, it was. H.J. Hines was from Pittsburgh. Okay. I didn't um, know that. 
And you actually, you've been to the stadiums. I, I have. Uh, so they're on the North Shore. If you keep going further up away, like, you know. I think Heinz the smokestacks are still there, yeah, aren't they? they are. Yeah. Heinz Field sits at the confluence, right where the Three River Stadium used to be, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't go further that way. If you go up the other way, up to PNC, keep going. Mm-hmm. On the other side, a couple bridges is where the old Heinz plant is. You can actually take tours of it. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and, I mean, that is that is the catch-up. It was always made in Pittsburgh. Uh, just, yeah. It's a okay. Pittsburgh thing. Yeah, it's, it's fair. I uh, know. I, I honestly, I asked the question because I truly did not know. Yeah. Um, so, like, if it, if it was there was what 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 was the connection to that? Heinz? That was one of those conditions when I got married, where I was like, "Look, like I, you had to have ketchup at." There the, is no the other reception? ketchup. Like, oh, I don't okay. care if we're dirt poor. If you ever buy anything else, I will throw it out. It has to be Heinz. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like French's and mustard. No, you're looking at me like, yeah, no. You don't want to do this podcast. Anymore. You can you can have your French's mustard as long I as you French. as long as you respect the Heinz ketchup. Does Heinz make mustard? They do. They do. I make Heinz mustard. I, I have to. No Heinz makes every, Heinz makes mustard. I think relish, they, make, they make relish. Mayo, I think I, mayo, yeah. barbecue sauce. That's it, fair. Heinz makes. That's fair enough. Do, now I'll admit this: there is French's in my fridge at home. So eh, fine. I mean whatever. that is the so speaking of, so Pittsburgh yeah, like. My experience with Pittsburgh, other than going to Pitt Panthers games uh, with, you know, you and Aaron and Jack, Mark yeah. sometimes, um, Katie, we did the, there was some sort of a, and I don't remember what this was, but I remember the event. Nell wasn't there. She was traveling. She was with Jessica, whatever. But there was this, like, food truck, like, situation right outside the stadium. Oh, right, right. So What, on, what was that? So on uh, Labor Day weekend. And they, usually the Panthers will have a, their home game Labor okay. Day weekend. I, I think they did um, that. They did that we day. There. That's why yeah, we were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, obviously they're not always going to do that, but for Labor Day weekend they have Rib Fest. Okay. Um, down by the stadiums, um, and they did that time we were there, and that's when you got to meet uh, Rib King. Right? Yeah, the Rib King. Oh, I think I remember you posting yeah, or something the Rib about King. that. So yeah. he was on. So uh, we used to watch. I mean, John and I together used to watch. Uh, um, barbecue pitmasters, it hasn't been on for a little while now. But right. I think they're starting up again. Actually, oh, are they? Yes, mm. I saw a commercial oh, for it. Crap, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped <laughs> about that. I didn't know that, but yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the teams that was on barbecue pitmasters was uh, owned by this guy, the Rib King, and so we were at this event in Pittsburgh. We were at a pit game. And they had all this like all food trucks, barbecue mm. trucks, things like that. And that was nice because it was a seven or eight o'clock kick. Yeah. And so you're tailgating all day, and they have the rib fest going on all day long. So. That was a really cool day, actually. Yeah. But we went, and I just went to the counter. I'm like, hey, is the rib king here? You know, <laughs> I, of course, I was intoxicated at that point. So, I mean, you don't mind just walking up, ordering some food, be like, is the rib king here? And they were like, oh, yeah. And he comes out, yeah. takes a picture, like the whole nine yards. It was, uh, it was a cool event, but there was food trucks, like, lining the yeah. streets outside the stadium. Like, it was fantastic. I, I have to say that is one of the weird things with, like, Pittsburgh, where it's very kind of quiet, independent, but also community-driven. Yeah, but, I mean, all this, like, there's so many little, like, the the side roads around the stadium are oh, yeah. perfect for that type of an event. Like, well, and that's, yeah, that's where it's weird. It was great. Just, yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Pittsburgh's obviously, a, you know, a big city. It's yeah. second in the state to Philly in well. terms of size. <laughs> uh, in terms of size. But, like, Pittsburgh's also, in my opinion, and you may agree with me, Pittsburgh's a, a town. 
It's it really it's is. a town, yeah. and it's na- it's a town of neighborhoods. You know, it like is. you oh ask somebody yes. if you're, are you from? And the funniest is that you know I I have my pit stuff on. Uh, anytime you wear pit, you got stuff, your pit hat on. Yeah, right my now. pit hat on right now. Anybody sees you wearing pit stuff, they just assume you went to the school. It's not like a, a Penn State or a, you know a Texas or a, a North Carolina or any of that stuff. They see you wearing pit stuff. Oh, you went to Pitt? Where you know? Are you from Pittsburgh? They always give you that. Yeah. But if you ask somebody if they're from Pittsburgh, are you from Pittsburgh? And they actually are from Pittsburgh. They will probably tell you yes, but they'll tell Which you what part? town. Right. Yeah. They, you don't just say I'm from Pittsburgh. North side, South side, yeah. Oakland. Uh, yeah. Just all of them. Yeah. North yeah. Hills, Mount Lebanon, Mount Washington. You know, like that's you. <laughs> you get those things. You right. don't say I, you're from Pittsburgh, and it's which is opposite. I've found of Philadelphia. You know, you're in any of these surrounding towns. I'm from Philly. Oh, where in like, Philly? Yeah, they, if you, they can't if tell you, you that. You say the, you went to Temple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the, the only other place that kind of breaks it down that way is actually New York City. But even then, I mean, you've got the boroughs right. that are breaking down into huge cities themselves. But I mean, even but, yeah. Philly, like Temple, Villanova, oh, yeah. Saint, yeah. you know, Saint Joe's, all of those things. But Pittsburgh is like, yeah. But no, it's it's no, the towns and the neighborhoods. They they will dead, tell you where they're from. You're dead which, right. If you somebody went to Pittsburgh or somebody is from Pittsburgh. And went to college in Pittsburgh. You assume that it was they went to Pitt, not that they went to Villanova, like in, in Philly. Well, Villanova, or Carnegie Mellon. Like, well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of schools. I mean, you have Duquesne and, and uh, you yeah, have uh, Point Duquesne, Park yeah, and, yeah. and all that stuff. Shit, Duquesne's um, in Pittsburgh. That's right next to Pitt. Yeah. They butt up against we... each other. <laughs> Look, I'm a sports guy. And I What's Carnegie? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's Carnegie Mellon, Pitt's Pitt, and then Duquesne down by there the river. There are some huge what? schools. Hold, time yeah. out. Time out. So I have to ask you. Okay, uh, I, wasn't me. I, I have something I want to talk about, but go ahead. Okay, I'm going to ask you if you know of this. Oh no, this Pittsburgh thing. <laughs> I, I, I and, think we're uh, talking about the same. And thing. I really hope you do, and I really hope that you like it because Kenny thinks it sounds gross. Okay, it is. My my <laughs> wife thinks it sounds gross. Nell thinks it sounds gross. Ham barbecue. Ah. Oh. Yes. Okay, I get in so much trouble at home for this. All right. Because, like, ham bar- barbecue was a huge... Th- yes. Like, okay, my wife says, hey, we're going to have Sloppy Joe this week for dinner. <laughs> ham barbecue is what I think of every time. And then she makes whatever Sloppy Joe is for her. I, I have been in literal trouble, argument <laughs> over this, because I'm like, that's not Sloppy Joe. Yeah, so you take... You take your Isleys, yes. your Isleys chip chopped yep. ham. Wait, what is Isleys? No, uh, shush, you, hold on. you oh, we'll, we'll get to no, that. Shush. No, wait, you two, wait. I'm asking a question. I want you guys to answer. So Isleys, I don't know what Isleys is. Isleys is a brand. Okay. And of what? Of ham. Well, it, they, they it's make, a corner co- store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, they, they uh, made, they take ham. Okay. And like, I don't know. It has to be like see through. Yes. yes. Chip chopped. Like chip chopped. Yes. Yes. It aggravates me because even to the You can't day, get it anywhere here. No, you can't. Like I'll go to the counter at the grocery store and be like, Can I get chip chopped? What what? Well that's because we don't live in Pittsburgh. I don't Freaking know chip chopped. So I don't know if when you, you knew get, that or not. When but we you don't get, live in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well you used to be able to Walmart had it for a while. Dutchway. Or not Dutchway. Um Hornings. Oh. Hornings knows what chip chop is. I don't think you have a Hornings out. In- no, no, they no. definitely do not. I actually I joke when we're in Pittsburgh sometimes when we dri- we go past the Giant Eagle and I'm like, can we get? And she's like, no, Giant Eagle. Oh my gosh, I miss Giant Eagle. But uh, you take you get Isley's was a corner store, yeah, and they're still there because they'll they'll mm-hmm. they're advertising. I love when you 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 know you hear Steeler games or Panther games on the radio and Bill Hogrove's like 
you know tells you to go get your eyes least. But you, you oh, get you know who we haven't covered is Myron Cope. Yes, we need yes, oh. definitely get to Not him. Myron Mixon. No, Myron Cope. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. So you get this, you get this ham, and you get it, you get it cut, chip chopped. And what is chip chopped? Go ahead, John. Well, Tell there's me. chipped and there's chopped, and they do both. I don't know. <laughs> right. So I, I really don't. I, I can't describe to you the process. Look, okay, this thing. That's fair. So you know when you get a you get ham. So if yeah. you go to the, the deli and you get a pound of ham, you're gonna come home, you're gonna make a sandwich, yeah. and you're gonna pick up a slice of ham, uh-huh. and you can have it as whatever thickness you want. Sure. Isley's chip chopped ham, you cannot pick it up. It is a pound of just shredded ham. It, if you could pick up a slice of chip chop and put it against a piece of you, you can't. Right, but if you could, and you would put it against a piece of paper, you could read whatever right. is on the paper. Yeah, that sounds good though. It's it is that thinly sliced. Yes. It is so light. It yeah. is perfect. But there then, is no it almost other melts. Oh my gosh. But yes. there are other things they do to it then, right? No. No. Well, for the ham barbecue, yes. yes. This well, is just because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get Isley's chip chopped ham. Like my grandma always has it. We, we would have like you could have it like on a sandwich just with like a oh. bread mayonnaise, whatever. But okay. it, but a ham barbecue, there's I guess there's technically two ways you could take the ham bar. So what you do is you get a pot, put it on the stove, you put the ham in there, and then the way we used to make it is Heinz ketchup. Yep. And you squirt Heinz ketchup in oh, there God. and you heat it up. Now they Isley's does make a ham barbecue sauce. Which is like a barbecue sauce. I've never actually had that. We always just did the ketchup thing. So ham and ketchup. Now, you so, heat it up. But here, here's the way that you I... Would, I think you would love this, actually. Here's the way I grew up with it, where it was either ketchup or a barbecue, and then you'd add like a Dr. Pepper in. Okay, I yeah, get that. Yeah. With the, the chip chop, and uh, you know you had to... Oh, it was, oh, and you had to eat it on like the cheapest 99 cent... Yep hamburger bun that the grocery store sold if it wasn't falling out of the sandwich yes. it was made wrong yeah and, oh. and that uh, it just heats up and it's it's running down your hands yep. and it's falling it's off a mess it's it's the greatest sandwich you could possibly eat that's what i grew up with yes. that was like sloppy joe okay yeah. we're having the ham barbecue yeah chip chop and do you do you, you actually you could, say that chip chop yeah. Okay. Well, when you I go to the, when you go up there, I can never find it. Now, if you you're, you could go up there and you could order Isley's and they'll know how to make it, but you right. know you you know you chip chopped him. Yeah, you would just you'd go up to the counter and you'd be like, "I want chip chop." Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, "Yep, got it." Okay. And it I is never it's, heard that term until today. It's heaven on a bun. Oh, it's fantastic. It and, is and I really think you would like it. It I, is. You're probably correct. So, here's the other thing. You like uh, Klondike bars? Yes. Absolutely. Klondike, Klondike bars. Klondike bars are that's an Isley's. Yeah. Bar. That's yeah. that's a Pittsburgh Klondike. Yeah, my Klondike grandma, I, my grandma never didn't. Ha- my grandma always had Klondike bars in the fridge. Yep, or in the freezer. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, all right, maybe this is regional. I'm not sure, but like, where did the peanut butter go when you grew up? That we just would have in the closet or okay. the cabinet or whatever. Like uh, growing up in Pittsburgh, it was always in the refrigerator. It I can see that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until moving out to this side of the state, uh, Kenny's got a small bladder again. Yeah, he's got to go. Yep, he's out. But growing up on in Pittsburgh, it was always in the refrigerator. It wasn't until I got married where my life's like, no, it goes in the cupboard. Wait, what? No. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can see that, why, why you would do that. Yeah, I, that that was one thing. Oh, my gosh. Food in Pittsburgh. Uh, it, there's, and then, then just, <laughs> the, the and like you said, it's it's the local, it's those, the corner areas. And like, it's funny because now we're in, um, we're in Lent. And yes, oh yeah, Fish Fry Fridays in everywhere is a. There's a website dedicated to this. It's 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 intense. It uh, and you get pierogies. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. 
I miss the pierogies in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like I have tried to make them that way out here. I just, I can't do it. Mm. I can't get it right. Um, now where I grew up in Pittsburgh, uh, in Kippa, Aliquippa. Quips. Yeah. The quips. Um, uh, I, I went to Hopewell, which okay. I think that was Emmett Smith's high school. Uh, he was a cowboy guy. Anyway, uh, we grew up right above the Greek section of town, and I loved going down into town. Let me rephrase that. As a kid, I hated it because I thought it was boring, but now <laughs> I've grown to love it where it's, okay, you know, let's go find a good gyro and some good Greek food. And and that's one of the beautiful things with Pittsburgh where it's oh, like yeah. Greek right here, Polish here, Scottish. I, what do you want? It mm-hmm. is everywhere. And just yeah, yeah. The, the food situation there, and it it's not a foodie place. No, it's not you know high end foodie <laughs> stuff. It is good eating. Like yeah. it it is like grandma's cooking all over mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah, it might kill you. Oh my gosh, there was a a pizza place going growing up called Yolanda's. Okay, and we would go there all the time when I was a kid. And uh, it wasn't until I was a bit older that they started doing this, but it was a pierogi pizza. Yes, I've I've. Their pierogi pizzas are very good. Oh my gosh, that is a heart attack in a yes, pizza pie. Yes, but they're delicious, and every second of it was worth it. I think Aiello still makes one of those. I, okay. I think they do. Yeah, I, so I haven't been out to Pittsburgh uh, five years. Yeah, I think it's been about five years. But that's that's one of the reasons that I want to go back. It's just I, oh yeah, I want a pierogi pizza. When I was a kid, uh, and we would come come into town and we would we'd always stay at my great grandmother's house um like that's where we would like that's where we would stay and, and she lived in uh in north for sales and over the hill <laughs> there was a uh, a pizza place that we would go every time we would get a pizza from there it was called irene's it's not there anymore oh, wait a minute i think i've heard of it was that. out towards like i towards like irwin that yeah, way yeah. yeah off of 30 and uh, we would get Irene's pizza, and it was a Sicilian pizza. And it was the only time, it was the first time I ever had Sicilian pizza. And it, <laughs> oh, I, I, Sicilian pizza I, is really good. Yeah, and I, I, just, love I would call it the square pizza. I'm like, are we getting square pizza from yep, Irene's? Yes. And it was the best, you know, I mean, the, obviously the nostalgia factor, but it was probably one of the best pizzas I've ever had. I, uh, I mean, it, maybe it's, it wasn't, but to me it was. So, okay, I, I guess maybe we should dive into that a bit. But, like, you know, I've had New York pizza. I've had Chicago deep dish. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh pizza. It's just it's different. It is. Yeah. It's it's it doesn't. I don't know what how to phrase it. It, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It's its own style. That's kind of a mix between the two. They, they, sometimes they throw that provolone in there, which oh. makes it a little different. Provolone gets a little be a little Philly like though. Well, I mean, in the shred of the pizza. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. But I mean, Pittsburgh style pizza is good. All by oh, well. Mm-hmm. We haven't even tackled Permani Brothers yet, or the fact oh, that shit. You know, I mean, when, we put steak on salad, fries on yeah, everything. Yeah. We so we went to Permani to the original Permani Brothers. No, oh. we did not. Oh. No, that was, was that, that not was, the original? No, that was because that's what led to the fight with the person <laughs> that met us that we know each other from. Um, so yeah, yeah we so, didn't talk about that. So we didn't dig into that. How we know each other? Yes, we. So. All right, you guys dig into that. Kenny, I'm going to uh, pull you. You're going to do... Oh, you're going to... So, yeah, you're going to... So, we can dig into um, a little bit of how we met, right? Right. So, um, so yeah. Do, do you want to kick into... So Go ahead. All right, so I'll start. I'll You'll let, be more diplomatic that maybe than I will. Dip, okay, well, I don't know Probably, that I'm Maybe very, not. Okay. I try not to be diplomatic, but I I have I tend to be honestly. That's the reality. So, 
Anyway, so um, when Nell, um, my wife, obviously, um, first moved up to PA from Maryland, she she needed a job, right? Right. So she had no job here. So my cousin Eric uh, worked for Countrywide Home Loans at the time, and they are credited with the mortgage meltdown of 2008. Yeah. Is that, is yeah, that about, that's right? about right. 2008? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are, you know, uh, credited with the mortgage meltdown of 2008. Um, it has nothing to do with nail, obviously. Um, but Wait, maybe we, maybe it is. I don't know. Well, we... I mean, she worked there for a year. So I thought that, <laughs> that she caused the mortgage meltdown. But so she was processing uh, loans for Countrywide. And uh, a friend of yours at the time. Also, a newer friend of mine at the time, a a newer friend, yeah, yeah, worked there. So that's how we met. Yes, that's how we met. And from Pittsburgh, this person, yeah. So he was from Pittsburgh. I think that he lives there still, right? He does now, yes. Yeah, so he lived in Pittsburgh, moved to Central PA, and then back to Pittsburgh. Is that something like that? Yeah, there may have been some other stops, but yeah, something like that. But yeah, so uh, there was a softball team. Right. Um, I don't remember who started this. He or did. Who, so he started it? Yes. So he was, okay. So Nell, you know, was asked, hey, you want to be on the softball team, yada, yada. Sure. So I ended up, you know, Nell and I ended up on the softball team, and John and Aaron were on this softball team also. So that's how we met. And there's the next IC. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. So, uh, so that's how we met. And, um, you know, I think the rest is history now at this point. Yes, very much. um, I don't remember. I mean, maybe you do, but I don't. How we went from just being on the same softball team to the friendship. Like, what was the, like, it's just just like, oh, yeah, we should hang out. And then you you hang out a couple times and yeah. then you're like oh yeah it's cool that's cool yeah like, i think that is that's something like, like that something like that yeah. like it was there's not any, any like big moment or yeah there anything. wasn't any huge no. moment but it was just like oh we you know we hung out with them hung out with them on different occasions never like you know, like one on one but i think there's a it, you've told the story before at least to us where you came to our house like for the first time yes. and you were like driving down here you'd be like is this gonna be weird yeah we, <laughs> we never hung out with them like by themselves right well, there's always that i feel like you always have that when yeah when yeah. you do something like that uh, and then it's 100 percent. then it's well, fine then you're friendship. like 100 percent. you don't know what to expect and right? there's always that moment of yeah. when you're actually hanging out with them where you like it registers to you you're like okay this is fine like this will be cool yeah but, <laughs> but you don't you'll know be right. going in yeah because there's always that moment too where you're like this sure. is not fine i let's get the hell out of here it's almost like a first date right yeah no yeah it kind of is yeah Am I going home with Kenny tonight? <laughs> Do you want to go home with Kenny no. tonight? No. <laughs> no. I don't want to go home with you either, to be honest with you. I, I mean, you're pretty enough, but no. I, I, what, which, and we're running a whole podcast. We're together. running wow, a whole podcast. Right. So we had, you remember the, uh, you know, getting away from Pittsburgh now. Do you remember the Halloween party that Nell and I had? Yes. At our, like, mm-hmm. the last house. Yeah. When, you know, people from the softball team and everything were there, and we had a particular member of the softball team that wanted to drive our riding lawnmower up and down the street. Yep. <laughs> and my friend, our friend Dustin. Yes. Right. Who is, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. 
He's not the guy That's you would... That's a podcast ex- in and of itself. Yeah, and perhaps he could be on the podcast, <laughs> and maybe the four of us together, because yep. that would be cool. However, he is not, you know, who you would consider to be, like, the level-headed guy of well, the Well, he's the... Uh, He's usually the devil on the shoulder, not the angel. Correct. Oh, gosh. So he's like another Craig? Yeah, no. It's really not. There's no other Craig, honestly. But yeah, but Craig is like the devil. Yeah, devil. he is. He is. So, I mean, devil light? Yeah, okay. Well, he's not going to give you the idea, but he's going to tell you that the idea is great. Do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. True. Right. But in this situation. Yes, this he was not. So he comes to me and he says, hey, <laughs> this particular other guy is talking about taking your riding lawnmower and driving up and down the street. (laughs) Mind you. Bad idea. (laughs) Mind you, we also all were in Halloween costumes. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. So Dustin, who is the, you know, he brings me the key, and he's like, you may want to hold on to this because I don't know what's going to happen. And to to think that Dustin was the voice of reason. Yeah, because in that situation, he's the one that he's not going to tell you you should ride the lawnmower. Yeah. But when you say, I'm going to ride the lawnmower, he's usually going, yeah, go ahead, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's probably going to ride like on the back right. with you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you yeah, know, dude, I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> and if, if he's telling me it's not a good idea, it's probably not a good yeah. idea. So that was one of the first times that we really, really dug in and hang out, hang out, hung out. Hung out. Yeah. And, you know, obviously things have gone, you know, way beyond that uh, since then. But, I mean, we obviously are best of friends since then and, you know, uh, pretty much family at this point. I mean, not pretty much, but that's that's the reality. Well, you you are the godfather to Jack, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. I mean, that's... There's a closeness, a trust in just that level yeah. of relationship and friendship. And that happened at the Dobbin House in Gettysburg, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, you guys have had gotten pregnant. Um, obviously, Aaron had gotten yeah. pregnant. But they say... Yeah, no, I get you. That's how they group it. Like, right. we're, we're pregnant, right? That's how they say it. But uh, regardless... So they were like, hey, you want to go to the Dobbin House? And, you know, we were, at, at the moment, we were told that, hey, Dobbin House had, like, the best homemade blue cheese. It, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, very good. Which it's it very does. good. Dobbin House in Gettysburg in PA, oh. the best homemade blue cheese that I've personally ever eaten. Yeah, it's very so, good. So you were 100% right. But we didn't know that's what was happening at the time, and they ended up asking <laughs> us to be, you know, Jack's uh, godparents. Um, obviously, we very honored for that and you know we still are um but yeah so that has evolved into lots of vacations lots yeah. of international connoisseur of cinnamon yeah yeah wait a minute we we haven't even talked about how you have been like on vacations oh, with you, the tices yes oh, it's just which another it's funny that you because lots the first time we did that was also another one of those times where you're like How's this going to go? Well, you never know, right? Yeah, traveling with somebody is a lot different than being friends with somebody. Yeah, it can like, go sideways fast. And, and I have to admit, like, I hear that and I'm like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, I we do Disney with my family and that's already a borderline thing. Like, mm, no, let's not pretend we know each other until the evening. But, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it works. But here, here you are. Yeah, you it works. Go on vacation We've been with the Tices. The- with kids and without. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been to the Dominican. Mm-hmm. We've been to Jamaica. Yeah. We've been to Deep Creek. We've been to Clearwater. Uh, 
Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been to five different places, I think. Oh, uh, together. Uh, probably more. I'm just not oh, Jersey. Um, <laughs> Cape May. That's where oh. we met Oprah. Oh, that's right. So we were in Cape May for like. Oh, this a is night a great story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. The, go so ahead, John. This is hilarious. Oh, please so do. Oh, we I go, forgot about yeah, that. We, yeah, go for it. We go to. This is. I don't know what this says. This it was story off says, season in Cape May. Yes, I don't know what this story says about me, but we go to Cape May, and it was this time of year. It was March. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. And we go to Cape May, and it was just a weekend thing. Uh, great time, you know. Obviously, and it was more of just. Hanging out, whatever, getting away for the weekend. Yeah. I was going to the beach. But the last day of Sunday, we were coming home. And we decided we went to, what was that place called? Uncle Bill's. Uncle Bill's Pancake House. Apparently, this is I've never. This is the first time I was ever in Cape iconic May. Cape it's May. It's an iconic Cape May place. All right. So All right. we go to this place, and we get seated. And now Uncle Bill's Pancake House is shaped like a pancake, right? It's circular. Yep. So we're sitting there, and we have a seat against the window. And... We're sitting there, and I'm sitting on the same side as my wife, Kenny and Elle are sitting on the other side. And I'm looking out the window, and of all things, there's a commotion a little bit, and there's people. And Oprah's there. Her, it's wild, right? Her <laughs> friend, Gail King, is there. Yeah. And her boyfriend, fiance, whatever he is, Stedman Graham, is there. It's interesting, because I didn't know who this was. Right. And I say, now, all three of them are in my <laughs> line of sight. All of a sudden, I go, oh, my God, there's Stedman Graham. <laughs> That's who I recognized of these three. Not Oprah. Not Oprah. Not Oprah. Stedman. I, I don't know how or why. And Aaron goes, there's Oprah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there is Oprah. <laughs> so um, we actually were there because this time of year um, in 2015, it was, I think, the 15th, March 15th of 2015. I think it was the 15th. Um, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. And she, you know, heart, just badass. She's a badass, right? So she, she yeah, goes yeah. through all of the chemo and just the radiation and the, Takes and it the on. mastectomy and all that stuff. Doubles mastectomy, all that stuff. And, and she's doing good. What I decided was the next year, because all of this happened very fast in 15. She had the, she had chemo she had radiation she had the double mastectomy all in 2015 clear yeah so we were coming up on it a year later and i decided we didn't know what to think of this time period and i said well we're not gonna be afraid of this we're not going to this isn't going to be a sad day this is going to be we're, we're going to go and have we're always going to have fun on this day we're going to call it fu cancer weekend fu cancer day right so kenny's actually told me about right. that in the past yeah, yeah. and this yeah. trip was an fu cancer trip yeah so yeah. it was we're very sitting early there. on actually right yeah so we're sitting there and and you could tell that people were and now the other funny thing is we are at the end of our meal right <laughs> yeah, we're done right she was eating like right behind us yeah, we like had no because idea. there's like the the restaurant has an outer circle and then there's an inner circle and there's a wall she was in the inner circle. We didn't know she was there. So we look out and all these people are meeting her and getting pictures with her. And I turned to my wife. I said, this is your weekend. You go out there and you meet Oprah and you tell her why you're here. So her and Nell get up and they go out there and she goes up and tells Oprah that it's her weekend and why it's her weekend and why she's there. And can she have a picture? And Oprah said, absolutely. And Nell took the picture 
And this maybe story. maybe that, this started story too. maybe this started Nell's whole career now because Oprah <laughs> gave her pointers on how to take a picture because they go to take a picture and Oprah says no 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 you need to be here I need to be here you need to be here the camera needs to be here and that's going to be the best lighting. And I actually so remember Nell did like a post on this or something. She's so, spoken about this. So in the past. Nell took the picture. Oprah and Aaron, um, which is just. Mind boggling. Mind blowing that that actually happened, yeah. right? Because yeah. John and I were inside the restaurant because we had to pay. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> leave the table. Right. So John and I were <laughs> still inside. And so Aaron and Nell were outside. So we, we weren't like a part of this yeah. like process. But Nell held up the camera to take the picture of Aaron and Oprah. And Oprah famously says, use the light, honey. Yeah. <laughs> she directed yes. she directed her on that that she, post. Oh, man. She that picture. grabbed the like her arm and like because uh, Oprah was in her sweats like literally like <laughs> yeah. sweatpants and like a crew neck that that's mm. that's what she was because so what we learned then yeah. was apparently Oprah frequents that because Stedman um, I think Stedman yeah Stedman one of them was like, from that like, area like a house or like was okay. from that area. So they frequented it, especially in the off season, yeah. like when there wasn't as many people there. But well, there, there weren't as many people there. But they had like this blacked out suburban. Or yeah, Tahoe a couple. Of, and I actually noticed like them when we're walking in. I go, why are there like look at these two <laughs> blacked out suburbans in the parking lot? That's kind of weird. Yeah, they were about to like get into yeah, to leave, and, and they could tell the story a little better than we could because again, we were inside. Yeah. Um, but they like ran over and Oprah was about to get into the suburban or Tahoe, whatever it was. But Aaron was like, Oprah, like, you know, breast cancer survivor. And she immediately stopped and was like, all right, this is somebody I need to yeah. talk to, which is fantastic. Right. It's a lot. That's yeah. a lot to be said about Oprah. First yeah, off. Absolutely. Um, but we literally <laughs> were, it was just, just wild. That, that was a, that was a culture. We went to the Cape May winery. Yeah. Um, where we did like wine tasting and stuff like that. It wasn't our favorite wine in the world. No, it was but, fun. It was fun. But we yeah. still had fun. We rented an Airbnb, which I was, was say, a that's little the weird. Experience. Which was yeah, the Airbnb wasn't the greatest Airbnb. The winery wasn't the greatest winery. But we were together and we had an absolute blast, capped off with meeting Oprah. Oh. Um you know, with that At with Uncle with Bill's Pancake House. Uncle Un- Bill's Pancake House. If you get to Cape May, go to Uncle Bill's. You may see Oprah. There's you your hot travel, t- hot travel tip because from apparently Kenny. she frequents it. But Cape May is a cool town. You know they don't have necessarily have a boardwalk, but they have like, um, what was the place we went to when we got there? We had the was it Flounder? Um, it was on uh, Jackson Boulevard, which is their version of like a boardwalk. Yeah, I can't remember. Cape May doesn't really have a boardwalk that's like by the water. They have yeah. a boardwalk that's like in town. Mm. Um, but they have like a Ben and Jerry's, a bunch right. of restaurants. I have been to Cape May. Yes. So yes, yes. I'm familiar yeah, with that. Yeah, it's like a cobblestone yeah. brick street. But it's, it's very a- like throwback to the yeah. like the old time almost colonial. Yeah, yeah, like the you know, the old houses on the beach and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a cool town, so I mean if you get to Cape May. Go to go to Uncle Bill's and maybe you might eat, op- mm-hmm. eat Oprah. So, all right, <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I where we're at, I think we can kind of start landing things out here. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And I think maybe the best area to land on is Myron Cope. Okay, because who 
Myron Cope, the voice you, of the Stolers. You may know, you probably have heard his voice before. <laughs> probably. I don't know <laughs> the that Terrible name. Towel. Oh, uh, well, Terrible yes, Towel. He created the Terrible Towel. He did. did? Yes, he did. Yes. So is he? A, he's the radio guy. He was. Was okay. Yeah. He's kind of dead now. You yeah. Know. He's kind of dead, or he is. He dead? is dead. Oh, he's dead. he's all dead. Gonna say because how do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I've never met anybody that was kind of dead. Well, okay, you okay. haven't been in my line of work. <laughs> <laughs> there's kind of dead, and then there's dead. Oh God, <laughs> Rob's Rob's the youth director at church. Okay, go ahead. Let me rephrase that. You sat on some of the boards. What? <laughs> I I sit on some now. <laughs> okay. And sometimes I wish I were dead. That's a whole different. And story. there's kind of dead right there, yeah, Kenny. Well, All right, finance but commit. Anyway. Myron Cope, who was the voice of the Steelers, the creator of the terrible towel, and I think the point to end with all of that is one of the uniquenesses that is the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Polka. Ah, yes, the Pittsburgh Polka. The Pittsburgh Polka. Have you never heard the Pittsburgh Polka? No, I haven't. I have a record of the Pittsburgh Polka. Like vinyl? Yes. It's one of the little ones. Why didn't you bring it? You know the little record? Yeah, I do. I have one of those. What do they call? uh, I don't know. Are those 45s? uh, The big one's 45s. No, the big ones are like. Oh, yeah, the big ones are like 45s. I don't know. It's the little one. It's the little one. 78. Yeah. 78. You're the DJ. <laughs> That's true. You're the one with the radio show, I don't shouldn't play you know? Vinyl. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> Perhaps we should. <laughs> but okay, so you have an original record, yes, of the polka, mm-hmm. which, which this is one of the glorious things in my mind of what is the Steelers, where it's you know you've got everyone who is the unique song, fight songs, whatever of their team, but then there's. The Steelers, who are this powerhouse, and we play a polka. Right. Anytime we're headed to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they update it every time. You know, like 10 times. Six. Thank you. I'm sorry. How many rings do the Eagles have? Look, that wasn't. wasn't, How many rings? Hey. How many rings? Apparently, you took that the wrong way. How many rings? One. How many times have they been the bridesmaid? Twice. No. Three. Three times. Three. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. three times. Three yeah. times. Two times recently, three mm-hmm. times total. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but yeah, anytime we're like in the playoffs, it gets updated and it's, here come the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. something. I, I can't remember it it's now. A, but it's a great song. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it was Myron Cope who has, it, like, if you could think of the perfect radio voice, think of the perfect radio voice. Merle Reese? I don't not, care who. Not Merle Reese. No? But like a male radio voice. <laughs> Like, think of that perfect radio voice. Yes. And go the opposite direction. Yep. <laughs> it's entirely, you know like, nasal. And it's like, you know, it's a great story about... I Mark. like how you're, like, killing this guy right oh, now. Oh, no. He, I mean, he is classic Pittsburgh. Oh, my gosh. He, uh, yeah. A great story about him. The Immaculate Reception was... It was December 23rd. 20, I think it was the 23rd, 72. And obviously, that was the last play of the game. Now, Myron had... I think it, he was doing this at the time. He had a post-game show, and he called it Cope's Cabana, right? And he, I'm here for it. He he was the he's the guy of the Steelers, right? Yes. He did not, yes. nor did Art Rooney, from what I understand of this as well. The owner, the, the original mm-hmm. owner of the Steelers, they did not witness the immaculate reception because they thought the game was over, and they were in an elevator. They had left, on the way yeah. down to the locker room to 
do their post game stuff, and neither he, one of them saw the it. Announcer, not well. There was two announcers. He's the like the color guy. Okay, the, so he the play by play guy. Gotcha. Dude, that's the voice that you hear. That's yep, the yep. original Steelers play-by-play. Well, not original, but like gotcha. from yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he did not see it because he was on an elevator, and so was Art Rooney. They did not see that play happen. That's awful. Yeah, they did not see that play happen. But I mean, imagine walking into that locker room cold, and the immaculate reception just happened. Yeah, and you didn't. And like, they're coming in. I mean, they're coming in exhilarated with right. what in the world just happened. But you're like, when I left the booth. They were losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Well, and yeah, Myron Cope was this nasally voice that was just very... Uh, he got, he coined the bungles and yeah. the brownies the bungles. and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, like he's the, the one, he's the one who would thing. use those terms. Yeah. Yeah. And he made the terrible towel, which yes. I mean, you buy a terrible towel and it all goes to Pittsburgh. We didn't even talk about Pittsburgh's medical history. Holy Yo, smokes. yeah. But Cure yeah, polio. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean... You know, and, and I mean the terrible towel. I mean, you you buy one of those that goes to the Children's Hospital in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and Myron oh. Cope is uh, he is a saint of the Steelers. That's the best way to phrase who he is, and just the perfect non-expected voice of the Steelers. So he's not he's no longer with us though. Right? Oh, he's no, no, uh, years, something two thousand eight, like nine, yeah. ten, something like that. I want to say been a while. Okay, I, I could be completely while. off on the dates, but it's it's been a while, yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean, there you go. That's well. the final note to wrap out. Well, I guess we didn't even talk, Mister Rogers. My grandma, son of a gun. My grandma uh, told me that she used to, when she was working, she the building that she was at was this. I don't know if it was the building she worked at or she would go to lunch. And his studio was there, and she would see him sometimes, like when she would go to lunch. That was one of the amazing things growing up in Pittsburgh, where it's like everyone had a Mr. Rogers story. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who you were. You wound up interacting with him. And it just, who, what? There's nothing you could say about him other than, wow. Yeah, and that, that guy is one of those guys that you're not, really finding bad things about i mean it, it the stories you hear are just genuine nice he great he was, person i i mean maybe we should actually have a whole episode on that since we're trying to to be well, that that I mean, gathering point oh that's a possibility yeah i, I don't you know you, it, you guys even, better than me but even here okay so even here out here in lebanon pennsylvania lebanon yeah <laughs> Whatever, Lebanon. Lebanon. Um, I mean, even here we have someone in our congregation who has a Mister. Two people technically who have Mister Rogers stories. Who's and I that? Mean, I'll tell you later. Okay. But yeah, I mean, we have Mister Rogers stories out here in the middle of Lebanon County. Yeah. Because I mean, it was hard to avoid that in Pittsburgh. He, yeah. He, yeah. He's another good old Pittsburgh guy mm-hmm. who just yeah, it's feel, something different. I mean, the, Pittsburgh is different. I, I guess mean, that's it fits the only right in, right? Yeah. And, and and that's I think also one of the things about like he could maneuver around yeah, and I mean, and not be mobbed. Oh to my a gosh! I, I, yeah, his interactions with people mm. were just phenomenal. But yeah, yeah I oh. mean that's that's the embodiment of Pittsburgh in many ways and falling far short. This has been a really great episode. <laughs> I'm, so I'm looking at the screen right now, and we're an hour and 42 minutes in. Oh, so this is this, <laughs> this is likely going to be 
we're, we're probably right now going to be wrapping up part two. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because Which, it's, it's going to be it's going to be two parts. Kenny, yes. Since this is part two, yes. Kenny's nuggies of wisdom. Oh God, you're going to do this to me. I want your nuggets. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, <laughs> wow. You know, you threw this at me, and I honestly wasn't prepared. Probably should have been. Uh, the look on your face right now uh, is is a little is a little concerning. <laughs> um, okay, look, I'm still stuck on saying I want your nuggies, <laughs> but what's your nugget of wisdom? So yeah, this is this is interesting. I'm just gonna throw this out there because obviously I was I was not. I mean, I don't know, obviously, but I wasn't prepared for this because Rob chucked it back at me. I chuck this at you every time and you're surprised. Yeah, I guess I am. I'm more prepared for it when it's just us two. But not then when, there, you know, when there's a guest on, so I'm not as prepared for it, I guess, because because we're just digging into so much, so many things. Oh, yeah. But uh, my, my Nuggies of Wisdom um, is going to be... You have no idea where life is gonna go, right? So <laughs> we started like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little deep here. Uh, I'm gonna get a little deep here. All right, uh, and this is not this is partially wrapped into this podcast, right? So when we started this, the whole enticing media thing, right? Now right. and I, um, which is you know a couple years ago now at this point, but but one year really. I mean, really. I mean, a couple of years ago was, you know, the inception. But um, we had no idea where this was going to go. But, uh, you know, a, a year ago, 15 months ago, we started it. And it was like, okay. Um, and so it was begun. And we had no idea where it was going to go. There was literally no work whatsoever. None. It was literally just, you know... Um, there was no money to be made, no work to be had. It was just was, you know, fast forward to right now, we just had a, we just had a conversation this week and, you know, we were talking about, I have to, we were getting to a point now where I have to almost completely, not I, Rob included here, obviously. Wait, what? Yeah. But. Oh no. We need to. Well, like, I came we, out of left field at you, didn't Well, no, yeah, no. But we need to, we need to take. I, I need to take more reins of the Drunk Swirl podcast as Absolutely. far as the editing yes. and things like that. All right, yeah. Um, because, man, there is just a ton of stuff that she has on her plate that's new and upcoming yet that's not even, like, it, that hasn't come to fruition yet. And um, the uh, Kenny's Nuggies of Wisdom is going to be be willing to get outside your comfort zone and understand that, you know, not everything that happens is what you expected, um, but you got to be willing to roll with it because if you're not, you're gonna fail. Uh, you're gonna uh, fail, but you got to be you got to be willing to do it. And um, look, full transparency, right? We can talk about this on this uh, on this podcast because that's what this is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when we recorded the the so the episode that you and I recorded before uh, Craig. Craig's episode, right? Okay. So it was all the same day, right? right. Um. So it was going to be I was gonna I was gonna be editing all of that, 
Right. And that episode, when we saved it, for whatever reason, ended up all over the place. Ended up in a bunch of different files. Right? And it was awful. Now, no, well, okay, hold on. Now, wonder why your wife was saying, hey, you push this button and not this button. Yeah, but it wasn't It wasn't anything I did. It wasn't anything you did. It wasn't oh, anything so, she did. It yeah. just happened. Okay, yeah. Uh, and we recorded in the same day, and the, the episode with Craig that ended up being two episodes didn't end up that way, right? So it was one of those, she's like, oh, well, you, you're not going to be able to, I can't have you, ep- um, you know, edit this because it's all over the place. I have to get I have to get back to it. And to be fair, John and I um, have spoken in the past um, about having a podcast ourselves, which we absolutely will. Um, so, okay, on that, I mean, yes. one of the pee breaks that yeah. is in the middle of all of mm-hmm. this, I mean, John and I were even Was speaking. Was that pee break 17 or 25? I don't I had remember. One, by the way. Two, did you, actually. Two. Did you? No. Two. Did you? Hold no, on. Two. Okay. No. Okay. You had two, and then I followed suit. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It doesn't count if you followed suit. You're just taking advantage of a break. Exactly. Yeah, Where but, it was, you know what, you and I had a good long conversation but, about food, right. and I just figured, you know what, Kenny used the excuse, I'll use the yeah. excuse. But you walked out of right. the room when John and I were still having a conversation. But, yeah, because, you know And I what? handed you a post-it note to With show the time, you what yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> I just, I followed the example of <gasps> Kenny. Okay, fine. Good. <laughs> Fair enough. But so, I mean, John and I have talked about having a podcast together and it it coincided very uh, inconspicuously, actually, with the beginning of ours, because this was a completely your brainchild. This the drunk squirrel was a complete right. Your brainchild. My point is just be willing to ride ride it out, whatever it is. Because John and I are gonna have a podcast, but well, I need to wrap my head around this better. Because Nell is still burdened with most of this, and that's not fair. And it's not fair. I'm only saying it's not fair. Is there's, there's there's a point now, and we're getting really close to it, where it's just not possible, right? So, and and that was one of the things that John and I were talking when you were on the pee break, where it's you know yeah. what, go for it because yeah, I and mean, we John you, and I've had this conversation like it's a. What you and I have done here with the Drunk Squirrel, with all of you listeners, with everyone, has been, I mean, mind-blowing is an understatement. But to be fair, this was was your brainchild completely. This was my brainchild. And your kids. Uh, My wife and kids, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, what the Drunk Squirrel is, what you and I are building, what is bringing guests on, what is having drinks, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it works because of the chemistry between you and I, because the Mm -hmm. chemistry between, like, you and John today that yeah. is, you know, me meeting John for the first time. Yeah, it's that's funny what today that you met been. John for the first time, but yet, I mean, John and I are like mm. literally like brothers. Right. Um, and so that's how it is. But being able to connect with, with you, John, mm-hmm. on yeah. whole new things like, okay, ham barbecue. Well, the, uh, the greatest whatever. sandwich of right. all time brings Egg. people together. Amac. I mean, okay. but, I mean, and whatever sure. Kenny's opinion, <laughs> it's true. Look, ignore Kenny's opinions on yeah. that. But he hasn't I, even I, eaten one yet. Sure. Exactly. I, I have not. I have not. So, you know, I mean, bringing those things, bringing people to the table around the drink. I mean, that's what, what we want to do. What this is. And that's what we're building. But also looking ahead towards, like, you're talking about what a podcast is between you and John. I, you know, I'm a thousand percent behind yeah. whatever you guys think. And I, I gave John some of my thoughts on that just listening to you two. Yeah. 
as we've discussed and encouraged and just experienced life together in this moment. And I shared with him some of the stuff that is down the pipeline for me. I'll talk mm-hmm. with you and Noah after this episode about that because God. I need to. <laughs> I'm concerned about that. Are you hey. moving? No, I'm not. Wait a minute. You're the one who's like Pensacola, Florida, Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, but you're I not, want leaving, to live you're in not Pensacola. leaving Lebanon of the church, are you? No. Okay. I, Kenny I doesn't go anywhere without coming back and thinking he's moving there. That, yeah, that's I, a that's, fact. I've heard that several yes, times. that's a fact. No, um, I think if I was to look at Pastor Robin and say, hey, I'm going to leave, that would be like the last sentence of my life. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think that would just be where that ends. Yeah, I could see it. There, there's been a lot um, it, it, between all of us, like separately, you know, it, a lot of like separate situations, but there's no reason that there can't be a lot like uh, together. So when John and I start our podcast, whatever it is, whenever it is, I think Rob should be the first guest. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. So what are we we'll, drinking? We'll All mix right. it up. <laughs> I, I know I, what Kenny's not drinking. <laughs> Anything with whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's. <laughs> hey, I didn't even have any, so I'm, I can't say anything. So, you didn't, so True, okay, yeah. hold on. You didn't put any whiskey in your. No. I I get it. You just okay. I've been in your shoes. No. Yeah, I get it. So you had a you had a fun day yesterday. I don't know if I would have done it otherwise. Uh, whiskey's not my thing. <laughs> it's not my thing either. <laughs> All right, fine. It's my thing. I'm sitting here with whiskey and beer. You own that thing, though. Yeah. Ah, and not. I go along with it usually because I have some friends that make me drink Hennessy. Yuck. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Our friends, uh, Vu, Nick, <coughs> you know. <laughs> okay. I get it. Anyway, so. I, I guess leaning into, hey, yes. how you doing? So Kenny's that's why Kenny's Nuggies of Wisdom is to be willing to do, like, the uncomfortable. Uh, and I guess leaning into that from my th- my side of things is, I mean, holy smokes, just being in that slight state of discomfort. You never know what you're going to encounter it, and it, how life will change. It's it's a, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, and she may, you know, Nell may chop me down. She may not. She may <laughs> not hate me. But I'm telling you, so I came home yesterday. Right? Kenny, do you have any room to be chopped down? I do. I, I'm not very tall. So I she'll, came, just, she'll just edit this out if she doesn't like it. She will. And she won't edit this out, though. I promise you. But I came home yesterday, and there was, you know, she had a Zoom call, yada, yada, in the afternoon. There's a lot of things on the horizon and a lot of things next week that may be on the horizon. And, I mean, there was a breakdown. There was a complete breakdown last night, you know, crying and things like that because the business is getting to a point where it's like, how do you manage it? Like, at, from her, like, level, how do you manage it? And I said, okay. I said, I need to, I need to completely take the drunk squirrel over, like, not just me, but... The, you, you and, you and I. I. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and get it off of your plate because there's way too much, there's way too many other things that you have going on and that you're going to have going on. And, man, is it, it's pretty awesome. Good problems to have. But scary. Yeah. Good yeah. problems it's to completely, have. Well, it's completely scary. You're talking about having, like, people doing editing and, you know, hiring this person and hiring that person. Like, it's wild. But I tell you what. There is not a chance in the world that I would change any of this. Like what we have right now in this room is awesome. And I, I really love it. And, and I got to admit, I mean, from my outside perspective, I mean, just 
let's be honest, latching on from the outside with what this podcast is. I mean, I'm happy to watch you guys grow, but I'm happy to watch us all grow. I want us all to grow. Every single one of us in this room and outside this room. Right. But I want to be there. I mean, I want to be there in the room helping not just us grow, but Nell grow, you guys grow, whatever's down the road for, uh, me at the church yeah. with what we're doing because we're looking at a couple things that I need to talk with Nell about. Yeah, got a ton of stuff. Oh my gosh. You know, th- you know, this jo- thing's about to take you know, off. We talked about Aaron. Aaron's got a Aaron's got a new job. Yeah. yeah. And you know, there's so much stuff going on in the world of everyone involved here. And it's 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 really it's really awesome to see the growth that everybody is uh, involved in, and uh, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. All right, I'm I'm gonna paraphrase because I think you went one direction, and I think it went a different direction. One direction, like, like hey, the, the group. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I got to tell you one of the wildest stories of ministry I ever had, which was sitting with a Puerto Rican grandmother Bring talking about me. South Korean boy bands sometime. South Korean boy bands. Oh my gosh, it blew my mind. Like this was one of those surreal moments, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, so. I think the best way to summarize this is, look, growth is happening. The news wants to tell us at every moment that nothing, 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 nothing good we, is there. There's some stuff going on. That's, there's, some, there's some great stuff going on in this group of people. Dig into your communities. Dig into the people around you. Because, I mean, me leaning into Ken and now here, me leaning into moments at our church, me leaning into, hi, John, I never met you, but holy smokes, I love you, man. Yeah. I, okay, I loved you before this because you're a Pittsburgher. But yeah, anyway, well. I mean, it, there's people in life around you. Just mm-hmm. lean into them. That's that's my holding Kenny's warm nuggies and summarizing. Let's wrap it up because he's looking at his watch. No. I just mm-hmm. got a text, so that's uh-huh. why I was looking at my watch. <laughs> it wasn't I was looking at time. Uh-huh. So... Kenny's, right. Kenny's got a hot date tonight. Sorry. I do not. <laughs> I do not. So, <laughs> all right, we're going to wrap this up. So, John, thank you. Absolutely. For being a guest on the Drunk Squirrel. Thank you for having me. This is the, yeah. This is going to definitely be two episodes. This is episode two. This is episode two. Yeah. As we're wrapping this yeah. up, this is episode two. <laughs> so, um, but we appreciate you being on. We yes, appreciate absolutely. you talking all things Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You know, Rob and, certainly oh, appreciates. Yeah, we barely more than scratched anyone. the surface too. Oh you know? my right. gosh, yes. So maybe there's another episode down the road. So yeah, um, here's oh, the man. icy light. Yes. Here's to what is what is that whiskey? Uh, what's tin, that cup. tin cup. Tin cup. Here's to icy light. I got nothing but a bunch of cans over tin here. Tin cup Jeez. whiskey. How many cans do you have over there? Three. Shh. Yeah, I see three. <laughs> and 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 a uh, tin cup bottle with about a quarter of it out. So. Well, that's less than we drank with Craig. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> True. My liver needed a break after Craig. <sighs> yeah, I was listening to that episode. But anyway, all right. So. <laughs> Anyway, John, thank you again for Absolutely. being yes, on thanks the for me. episode. Rob, it was a pleasure to have all of us in the studio. Can <sighs> I love these days? It's, it's these are great days. I love these days. And uh, so, yeah, we will catch you guys again on the next episode. And thank you for listening to the Drunk Squirrel podcast. Absolutely, we love you guys. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line at drunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.